0: Chapter 2, Baalism and the Lord And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by thy brook Cherith, that is, before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went, and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, that is before jordan and the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening and he drank of the brook and it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land 1 kings chapter 17 verse 2 through 7 this text is highly offensive to modern man it's also embarrassing to many churchmen why Using modern terminology, we would have to say that the offense lies in the obvious and crude supernaturalism of the passage. Using biblical language, however, we would have to say that the offense truly lies in our modern Baalism, for we are in Adam, Baal worshippers. What is Baalism? Baalism was the very form of naturalistic religion. All power and authority were derived from the natural processes. Hence, the state or the ruler could be the Baal or lord of the Moloch worship. The Baal could be the husband, the sun, moon, and stars, or any other natural and determining force in nature and history. In Baal worship, there was a ready syncretism and a change from one good to another, as history saw the victory of one power over another. The only criterion or standard was thus history. The moral force was the triumphant and ruling force. Morality was thus born out of natural power. When Mao Zedong declared that political power and authority are born out of a gun barrel, he spoke from the heart of Baal worship pragmatism, naturalism, and existentialism are simply modern forms of ancient Baalism. Baal means master, lord, owner, husband, or possessor. Baalism usurped the prerogatives of God and ascribed them to natural forces. Today, as in ancient Israel, we see power as residing in men, states, and nature. We look more fearfully to the power of Washington, D.C. and Moscow than to the power of the Lord. When we do so, we are Baal worshippers. A characteristic Old Testament word used by the prophets against Baalism is misfat, or righteousness, justice. As against every naturalistic and historical power or force, the Lord God of hosts sets forth His law as the governing word and as judgment on all creation. It is not the king whose word is law, but God whose very word man must live by. Matthew 4, verse 4. And every word is law over all creation. Truth and morality, say the pragmas, are whatever works. For the existentialist, they are the will of the autonomous man. For scripture, truth, law, and morality are what God the Lord declares them to be. Misfat, thus, is God's righteousness in judgment on this world. When Asfa sings of promotion to make high, i.e., to exalt because of godliness and righteousness, he declares For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. For in the land of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red, and is full of mixture, and he poureth out the same, but the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth, shall wring them out and drink them. Psalm 75, verses 6-8 through It is the essence of Baalism to say that ultimacy and the final authority rest somewhere among men, history, or nature or in combinations thereof. As against this, Jeremiah prays, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. O Lord, correct me, but with justice, not in thine anger, lest thou bring me to nothing. Jeremiah 10, verse 23 and 24 the ultimate and basic form of supernaturalism and condemnation of Baalism is God's total and providential government of all things. The Lord God manifests His condemnation and confounding of Baalism by means of drought. He announces this drought through Elijah, so that no man can be in doubt as to the source of the judgment. It is not nature which produces the drought. But God the Lord totally commanding all natural forces, which brings the drought. The drought brings judgment on man, history, and nature. The earth is cursed for man's sake. Genesis chapter 3, verse 17 through 19. Even as faith and obedience, it is blessed. Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through 14. God cut man off from the tree of life, Genesis chapter 3, verse 22 through 24. And in every age God gives man a shaky foundation in time and nature. For we are told of the earth that God, quote, hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods, end quote. Psalms 24, verse 2. Moses, meditating on these things, said, quote, Thou turnest man to destruction, and saith, Return ye children of men, Psalm 90, verse 3. At the book Cherith, until with the drought the stream went dry, Elijah was fed by the ravens. Wallace said of this, quote, In the ultimate issue of things, he would know that he did not depend upon man. He would be upheld and sustained by his relation to God himself, end quote. Keel's comments are also excellent. through this miracle which the unbelievers reject because they do not acknowledge a living God by whom, as the creator and lord of all creatures, even the voracious ravens are made subservient to his plans of salvation. Elijah was not only cut off from the intercourse with men who might have betrayed his place of abode to the king, but he was mightily strengthened himself through the confidence inspired in the almighty assistance of his God, for his approaching contests with the worshippers of idols, and for the privations and sufferings which awaited him in the fulfillment of his vocation. The offense of this text and of the life of Elijah is apparent in this miraculous feeding. The attitude of many is frank cynicism about so simple-minded a story. Many churchmen find it painful and embarrassing as well. If God intended to work a miracle they feel, why not one with more dignity? Feeding a man by means of raven sounds preposterous to them. Why did God not use more natural means? The miracle of the scriptures are for the most part grouped around concentrations between belief and unbelief. The conflict with Pharaoh is such an example as is God's witness to an unbelieving generation in the wilderness. Baalism was a religion of process and continuity, stressing natural and historical ultimacy and development. The focal point of power was, for Baalism, the focal point of truth. Stalin once asked cynically how many military divisions the Pope had, and Roman Catholicism is indeed a like faith. In Moloch worship, the king is a god. This is no less true of the pharaohs. Now, in contempt of all this, God shows his absolute power by using ravens to feed his throne servant Elijah. Unto the hands of the seemingly helpless men, God the Lord places the key to his judgment. Quote, There shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. End quote. That is, Elijah's word. To despise Elijah was to despise the Lord. Later, when children despised Elijah, God took it as an offense against his own person and destroyed them. 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23 and 24 The psalmist sends of God's appointed men, He suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sakes saying touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm psalms 105 verse 14 and 15 our lord says quote, that every idle word that men shall speak they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment End quote matthew 12 and verse 36 in our loose and sharp-tongued age It is hard for us to remember this prospect and certainty of judgment on every idle word and the very great judgment against the words spoken against God's servants. But they are no less real. In this miraculous feeding, God shows his contempt for Baalism. If we are embarrassed by this miracle, it is because of our Baalish heart. We had better beware lest God in judgment shows himself embarrassed by us. God uses what to men are contemptible means in order to manifest his contempt for the arrogance of Baalism or humanism. Let us purge out the old leaven of humanism, lest we be purged out of his house by the Lord. 1 Corinthians 5, verse 7 Remember, too, it was not Ahab, but Elijah, whom the Lord sustained and fed.